for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is not really Ken and Curtis. Curtis isn't here. Bradfoe's here. And what better day to have the baseball guy in oh. than a WEI football Saturday de facto pregame show before Bengals I can tell and you, Pats. I can tell you that I've done a lot of things in my life, Ken, Ken Laird. I, mm-hmm. And I will continue to do a lot of things in my life. But one thing I'm checking off the list is doing live inactives. <laughs> live inactives. Like, Wait a minute. Are we going to get Kyrie on for that or you want to deliver them? No, I don't care. I just, I just want to be here for it. Oh, well, okay. Because I don't want to take away a dream of yours, but we do have a reporter I, yeah, on me, the let, scene. Let me, oh, yeah. Which well, is very important for these beat guys. They're there and they get the sheet. You know, well, they, he, get the, he, they get the sheet of the inactives. They want to be the first to Kyrie tweet. can tell me which way is the wind, wind is blowing. Okay. Like, who's who's warming up in the, the first group of offensive linemen, all of that. Yeah. Just give me that. Give me the live inactives. It's basically like the football equivalent of lineups out. Light up, Sal. That is exciting. 162 days. Uh, get, I do yeah, we, I, tell me baseball's better than football. We get live and active every single day. 20 degrees today. Sunny. No rain. No precipitation. Winds in the 15 to 16 mile per hour range per Mike Reese. Weatherman extraordinary. Tweeted that out about 20 minutes ago. This is weather. This is Patriots weather. Slow down the Bengals machine weather. Upset today. Christmas Eve upset. Patriots get back in the, the playoff picture. Yes. I think it's here. It is. Put this on the bumper stickers. You ready? Yeah. It's change the narrative Saturday. Ooh. Here you go, Matt. Change the narrative weekend based on last night's Bruins and Celtics wins. Okay, sure. If you want to integrate, I know that that's what this show does. Mm-hmm. It's it's I like a, the theme. It's many things to many people. Uh, but Devers gets an extension this weekend. Change the narrative weekend. <laughs> I don't think that narrative's getting changed yeah. anytime soon. Uh and and also by the way, this this talk has some good Nathan Avaldi talk going to San Diego maybe. Oh. <laughs> there, there you go. My fingers are bleeding when I was writing that. Wow. Um anyway, change the narrative Saturday. Yep. Two things. And we're going to get a lot into the conversation which I feel like I started about Bill O'Brien just the other day. Yes, breaking Bill O'Brien news yeah, this bre- morning. We've so it's, it's change the narrative Saturday. Change the narrative. Here's Mac Jones one opportunity to change the narrative. And I'm not going to say a lot of people say, "Oh, this is the be all end all. This is such an important game. This is the great game of a career." No, it's change the narrative. Change the conversation and for Matt Patricia. Here's your chance, Matt. Here's your chance. As your if you're driving in the stadium, let me talk to you, okay? Here's the thing. I see you, man. You're a smart guy. You're looking at the plays. I, I say it looks like you're looking at a Denny's menu, but I understand what you're doing. You're doing much more than that. So change the narrative. Change the narrative. Have red zone scores. Actually have some creativity. Don't just do vanilla uh, vanilla play calling like a lot of the Orlovsky yeah, said. This might be a vanilla day, though. This might be Patricia's day to shine. This is this is where you can be. You have to be anything but vanilla, Ken, because you have, as we know, Chris Scheim pointed out, we have uh, the the great defensive coordinator from the Cincinnati Bengals, Lou Anarumo. Who, yes, <laughs> I heard I heard he's from New York and is Italian. Yeah. So, uh, but I, do we, what do you agree? I mean, that's what you should be basically well, putting this on the headline of this day. It's changed the narrative Saturday. Well, no, I mean, I think 
Matt Patricia's driving to Gillette today, and he's curious about this Bill O'Brien report, which basically means nothing he does the rest of the season matters. He is going to be out of a job. What was the first reaction when you saw that? And Why don't you read the report Okay, first? this is 626 in the morning that uh, Ian Rappaport, Rap Sheet, had this coming out. Headline is at NFL.com, Bill O'Brien emerging as option for Patriots offensive coordinator in 2023. And the report says, sources say, gotta love sources say, Alabama OC Bill O'Brien is a strong option to return to his former home and assume his old role, role as offensive coordinator under Bill, o, under Bill Belichick for next season. This would be an, a potential answer to an important question facing the Patriots in the future. Boom. Boom. Well, like we said, I, I, I was asking that question the other day. Like, why don't they just pay the guy? It's Could we just say this, that getting Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator is more valuable to the New England Patriots than getting perhaps a, a better receiver, let's say. Based on – nobody would argue that based on what yeah, we've seen yeah. this so, year. So yes. pay the this um, Brandon Cooks, okay? Let's say like a Brandon Cooks type guy. Bill O'Brien is much more important. So the first reaction I had when – Well, how about Tyree Kill? Last year you had Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, you had A.J. Brown. You had some pretty big movements I feel like, receiver. Uh, oh, that's a good question, but I kind of still feel like Bill O'Brien's more important. I think you're right. I think you are right. And so one of the first things I think of when I hear this is the reality of the situation, which is what a wasted year. Unless, uh, unless, again, it's changed the narrative Saturday, but what a wasted year. Well, this changes the narrative that you had on your question on Thursday's show because can I read the most important part of this reporting? You you may. And this this has sort of been alluded to, but I've never seen it written as bluntly as this. When O'Brien joined Saban's staff at Alabama in 2021, he gave Saban a commitment to finish out his two-year contract. That's it. End of sentence. Belichick and Saban are buddies. Belichick was not going to pluck him out of there. They they said on the special, you know, on the right. on the, yeah. on the we, Saban we don't Belichick bring guys special. To, we, yeah. to have their system. We bring in guys for our system. Yeah, and we and we don't pluck guys from other uh, organizations. You know, from we we don't take your guy, and especially not when he's given a two-year commitment. And you know, obviously in this case, you got to. I think you got to applaud Bill O'Brien. That, for that. that well, that is an important, huge. Like he, there was no way if there was that agreement in place, there was no way that Bill Belichick was going to do that. Was going to get Bill O'Brien, and maybe we talk about changing the narrative. Maybe this answers some questions because maybe this was the plan all along. This was the plan. This is the plan all along. So why wasn't Nick Cayley the offense coordinator? Because. This was the plan all along, and you aren't going to have Nick Cayley be the offensive coordinator. And maybe the plan all along was Matt Patricia stopgap for until Bill O'Brien gets here. He's like the Cam Newton. Cam Newton was a one-year Band-Aid. This is the best but, we can do but, in a transition yeah, but I year. Think, I think even more so, um, much like we've seen in this industry, there's plans to like have a stopgap, right? There's, there's plans to have stopgaps. Like Joe Mazzulla? Exactly. Joe, no, no, that's that's not a good example. Terrible example. Why? Because I think he can be the head coach. If he goes on a run, he can be the head. He we've, got some, we've got some Brad Stevens audio that may. Uh, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, but we'll have it for you in a minute. But if it, it makes a lot of sense, if you take that one line and you are your your senses are keen, Ken Laird, you. you take that one line. That is such an important line because it makes a lot of sense now. Where you say, all right, Matt Patricia, perfect. Stopgap in Bill Belichick's eyes, not in reality, but in Bill Belichick's eyes, right? And just get me to that last year of a contract with Bill O'Brien at Alabama. Just get me through. And he hedged his bets with Joe Judge. 
He wasn't totally confident. He Even he didn't think it was perfect, but he thought, well, Patricia's smart enough, and if I throw Joe Judge in there to help him out, we can make it work for a year. So ideally, that would be the ideal situation to explain all of these things which were unexplainable for us. Yes. But that doesn't take away from what I said. When I hear this, the first thing I think of is, oh, man, what a wasted season. I mean, you are you can have this plan, but what you did, and clearly they didn't think it was going to work out like this, but what this did was make your most important player on the field take a step back. Yeah, no and, doubt. In it, fact, yeah. Curtis, to praise my partner, who is sunning himself in California right now I know. on this Christmas Eve, he said, you know, he's been a Patriots skeptic, but he said before the year, this season is a success if Mac Jones progresses. If he doesn't regress, it's a success. Don't care what the record is as long as he makes the next step. He was right. And, yes, he is looking very prescient there because even I, as a Mac defender, one of the few on Mac Island, um, you can't say he's progressed this year. You have to admit it's been a regression. And, but but and, and, and it, it, come, been, it comes back to what we were saying the other day, Ken, that – that Mac Jones, we I think we both agree this. Maybe we don't, but I'm just going to say we do. Mac Jones can be a competent quarterback with a competent offensive coordinator. We saw it last year, yep. and I think that with Bill O'Brien, and not only not only competent in terms of execution, but competent in terms of mindset. Yeah. We said it before, and I heard Shime echo it, which is Mac Jones isn't yelling back and forth to Bill O'Brien. He just isn't, and I don't think well, that's he a, might. I think that could actually be sideline uh, fodder for many years to come. That will okay. be interesting. Well, super. But he's not – but Bill Bryan's yapping back. He's not, like, burying yes. his nose – As he did with Brady, right? In, in the Denny's menu. You know, it's like – yeah, he did. But he, he, you know, we have that one instance where it wasn't like they were fighting all the time. All I'm saying is that it, this, this – it has amped up with Mac Jones. And I'm not going to read too much into it. But the problem is, with, with much like special teams, how the last two years has been very unpatriot-like with, the, with the, the amount of penalties and getting plays in on time, oh. delay of game. The red zone sequence against the Raiders will go down in history. Yeah. The, the early game red zone sequence where it was just an abomination. Third and goal, timeout before the ball was snapped. Jacoby Myers scores a touchdown, but it's taken off the board. Then Max pissed off on the next third and goal when they have a pass for Aguilar broken up. He's yelling at somebody. Then fourth and goal, they take a timeout. They wanted to play quicker. Then another fourth and goal after that timeout. 14th play of the drive. Max sneaks for the touchdown, but a false start. Jonu Smith not set. They settle for the 24-yard Nick Folk field goal to tie the game at three. That is it. That's in, in a nutshell. I mean, the Raiders game will be remembered for the Las Vegas lateral. But that Ooh, right, we, we, we've we've turned I've settled it. on that. We've I've defined settled on it. that. It seems That's to be good, the most I, common turn of phrase. I saw. I co-signed on that. But that is the that is the end of Patricia. That is the nail in the coffin on Patricia. He was done. And actually, Rob, I wonder if this Rappaport thing. The, the only hesitation I have that it's not a done deal is: do, do you think Kraft doesn't know this for sure? But he is sure as hell leaking it out. He called Rap Sheet and said, "Look, there's a strong chance we're going to go after Billy O'Brien next year." Because because I doubt. Very much that Belichick would admit that or talk or throw Listen, Patricia under the you, bus. You know, like what's, that. you know what's going to be interesting? Remember when Josh McDaniels uh, was was it was he with with the Rams? He, his season had ended, but he joined the Patriots. Remember this? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Very he, awkward. He joined the Patriots, and I think that I think that maybe you know Bill O'Brien was maybe had one foot out the door to become the head coach. He could be in the front row today, Billy O. I mean, not today, but after the after, after the Alabama after, game, would you be surprised? Honestly, 
We have we have history of this happening. Josh McDaniels came in and sat there. Alabama is playing who? Kansas State. Of course. I mean, come on. Don't pretend like you don't know that. What date is that? Are game? we carrying that game? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Caesar Superdome. We're not carrying that game. We're not. No. Oh, come on. no. We are now. Beyond uh, beyond all expectation. Yeah, we should be. Maybe we should. Didn't somebody say? I don't. I don't know if this is true. I think Shime said or somebody that Mac helped teach Bill O'Brien the Alabama offense. Is that fact? Because Sarkeesian was his guy, but then yeah, O'Brien I mean, I came he, in. I think he probably just said in passing. I'm not. I, that could just be totally made up. So that's like the house in Connecticut. But, but anyway, you're but, right. So but you're right. Would, wouldn't why wouldn't you bring him in for the yeah, two games it, in January? Yeah, and let's go back to that. I mean, I think that unlike I don't think Saban sitting there saying, "Oh, we have to have the, we have the Alabama offense." This isn't Bill Belichick. When he hires Bill O'Brien, he's getting the Bill O'Brien offense. That's it. And you know, it would be to the Patriots' benefit back to Kraft to announce that or to have Bill O'Brien in the fold for the last two weeks because that might today. How ugly does it get? Ticket prices are very low. Maybe empty seats. If they struggle against the well, Bengals, Bill Bride's going to put fannies in the seat. I think it helps explain a lot. I think it helps change the narrative. To use your Saturday, uh, Narr- yeah, yeah, change the narrative Saturday. It's a change the narrative Saturday. Maybe not this week, but next week when Bill O'Brien joins the club in time for the Bengals for the uh, Dolphins game, that helps. change And wait the till Bill O'Brien signs Rafael Devers. Then, then <laughs> now we're now we're putting fannies in the seat. All right. It is Laird and Bradfoe. It is WEI Football Saturday. It is Kenny Curtis without Curtis. It's Christmas Eve. Just got to warn you, I was out this morning at Target, CVS, and Party City before the show. If you need wrapping paper, I suggest getting out there right Wait, away. Not, not straight gift, away. Not, not gifts? Wrapping paper? No, just wrapping paper. I don't know why I didn't buy wrapping paper, but I, I think I took the last roll at CVS. And there may be none left in the Commonwealth. Are you so a, there is none at Target what, and there is none at Party how City. Is, how is your wrapping game? I every year have to reconsult the YouTube video on how to do it. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. But I mean, I can follow that video. Why do you bother? Why can't you just throw it together? Who cares? Well, who that. cares? You get judged for this kind of stuff. You do. Well, you know, the problem is that you know whose gift is whose. Yeah, you know? right. Oh, like, I just, uh, right. I just try to be here's passive. Here's dad's. Yeah, here's dad's. Well, more I, than, I just tell my I just tell my wife and kids, here's what you're getting. There you go. Boom. All right, I'll text- go to the bags, it's 10% easier. I know. Just put them in a bag. Yeah. Ten percent easier. You can't. It's hundred percent easier. I have a five year old daughter. You can't just give her a bag. I mean, she wants a wrapped <laughs> gift. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unwrapping is half the fun. That's half the fun. And lots of nieces and nephews. All right. Now six, seven, eight texture. Sorry, guys. It's already been dubbed the Sin City Miracle. It's a pretty I, good one too. I, I don't think so. That's not what, what, the alliteration. Las well, Vegas lateral. Eh. Sin City Miracle. I think. I think, on that one. I, think it, I think it depends on where you're coming from. Well, right. If you're a Raiders from, fan, well, yeah. If you're a Raiders fan, it's a Sin City Miracle. Yeah, a Las Vegas lateral. Yeah, Patriots. Fan. I think we could, everyone can win here. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Feel free to weigh in. <laughs> but really, <clears throat> Bill O'Brien emerging as the Patriots offensive coordinator in twenty twenty three per Ian Rappaport. Would love your thoughts on this. Does it explain away what Belichick did this year? Woo. Give us a buzz. Bradfoe, Laird, Joe Braverman, Jolton, Joe, Joe, the young and the brave. The new Brave Era. I don't know. He's ready to shred. Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. Weekdays, 2 to 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, it's a Christmas Eve showdown at Gillette Stadium as the Patriots welcome the Cincinnati Bengals. They'll be without cornerback Jalen Jones, or uh, Jalen Mills, excuse me, uh, with a groin injury. He might as well be Jones. Everybody else on the team is Jones. (laughs) Wide receiver Devontae Parker is also out with a concussion, and long snapper Joe Cardona is out with an ankle injury. Who's the new long snapper, Bradfoe? Uh, Hard had his name Lonnie right Paxton. Away. No, no. They had to sign some new guy. I saw Lonnie Paxton a couple weeks ago. They signed Tucker Addington. 
Tucker Addington is your long snapper it's today. It's the Tucker Addington era. Cold day to be debuting. Wow. Wow. That's a concern today. There and, you go. And speaking of Ian Rappaport, uh, he reported that Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers are expected to play today. However, well, Damian Harris is a game-time decision. Tyquan Thornton, Jack Jones, and Jonathan Jones are also listed as questionable. For Cincinnati, defensive end Sam Hubbard and tight end Hayden Hurst are both ruled out. Hubbard's a big loss. That's a big loss. Pass rusher extraordinaire. They're both dealing with separate calf injuries. Kickoff set for 1 p.m. The Celtics use a strong second half to knock off the Minnesota Timberwolves last night at the Garden, 121-109. Jalen Brown with a game-high 36 points, including 23 in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum also put in 30 points and 8 rebounds. Celtics will be back in action tomorrow for a Christmas Day showdown with the Milwaukee Bucks. Tip-off for that game will be at 5. The Bruins used a four-goal second period to knock off the Devils 4-3. David Pasternak scoring twice, while Patrice Bergeron and Jake DeBrusque each put in a goal. Bees head out to Ottawa to take on the Senators Tuesday night. Puck drop for that game will be at 7. And congratulations to Alex Ovechkin, who's now the second-leading scorer in NHL history. Ooh. After his two goals against the Winnipeg Jets, puts him at 8-0-2. 8-0-2 is just sick. That is ridiculous. That's a lot. He passes Gordy Howe. He now What's only- Bergeron have? Bergeron has, he's not at 500 yet. He's like four-something. He has to, <laughs> Bergeron has played all these years and has like 470 or something. Yeah, he's got a long way to go. Uh, Ovechkin only trails Wayne Gretzky, who's at 894. And some baseball news. Craig Kimbrell is reuniting with Dave Dombrowski as he agrees to a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. Can I add some other baseball news? Bradfo had that first. Yes, go ahead. No, I didn't have that. Kimbrell? No, I didn't. No, I had the Evaldi report last night. All right, well, just lie. Go with it. Nobody knows. Uh, (laughs) Evaldi. Padres, Angels, Rangers, and an American League East team not named the Red Sox are the favorites. Ooh, warm weather team. Tampa. He wants to go. He wants to go warm. Maybe. Oh, you can't tell. But not Houston, obviously. After he ripped them, and then got ripped by the organization for telling he hates Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you're you're advancing the narrative. Speaking (laughs) of narrative, change the narrative. (laughs) I'm Joe Braverman. That's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Oh, it is a great time. And a great sports weekend. Sneaky. Bruins are off, but you got Celtics v. Giannis and the Bucks tomorrow, Rob. And you got Patriots, Bengals, 1 o'clock today. You've got big Bill O'Brien news. Rap sheet reporting that he is emerging as a potential candidate, sources say, to be the Patriots OC next year. It explains a lot. You've dubbed this day, changed the narrative Saturday. And I think that means the Patriots are going to beat the Bengals on the field today, too. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, They're driving in there hearing me say this? I think so. I think hey, so. Hey, fellas, I always like to drive in, right? Gordon Hayward's driving around the city. Hey, Gordon Hayward, this is why you should sign with the Celtics. <laughs> hey, Patriots, you're driving in right now. Change the narrative, buddy. To, to finish up some, tidy up some uh, loose ribbons and bows, you were asking when McDaniels joined the Patriots yeah. after the Rams, and you were correct. He joined them in the 2011 playoffs and was an offensive assistant under Bill O'Brien during the uh, Super Bowl loss to the Giants in uh, whatever that was. Super Bowl yeah, O'Brien had, won, I, O'Brien had yeah. one foot out the door to go yeah. to Penn State. XLVI, yes. I don't know if it was – had it been announced he was going to uh, take over? Do, it doesn't really matter. I mean, he, they knew. They wouldn't have brought him in unless they knew. Now, second level to this, thanks to our good buddy Nomos Gathers, who is, uh, just tweets his brains out during the show every Saturday, and I appreciate it. But he forwarded this article from uh, Bert Breer from March linking Brady and Bill O'Brien – about potentially at the time 
Bill O'Brien joining him in Tampa, you know, all the changes this offseason. And if you do reflect to 2017, Breer talked about how Brady wanted O'Brien here with the power struggle going on between Brady and Belichick. So Mac Jones, I think, as you said, could change the narrative today with a win. But there is still an uncertain future about the quarterback. And if O'Brien's coming back, is that done at all to entice Brady to come back next year? Just have to ask the question. I think the whole Brady coming back, even our good friends, Chris Curtis, who I'm honored to sit in this chair, mm-hmm. just subbing in for him. I, I think he, even he would say, and I think he has said this. Uh, no, no, no. Well, he wants Brady to retire, which is stunning. Well, you kind of have to ask him. The, the, talk, about, talk about wasted year. Like, we talk about this being a wasted year because of the whole Patricia dynamic with Mac Jones. Uh, sorry, Tom Brady. Wasted year, man. Wasted year. It's like Yes, except he's freed himself up in his uh, family life to, be, to right. be able to play football for another three years if he wants. Sure, and, and date freely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Right, and live the lifestyle. I, I, I guess, but the, the joy of football, this can't be one of the more joyous times in his football life. He yeah, plays, but, but he come played. back to New England, make amends with the fans that you've irked, and reunite with Bill okay. and Billy O. Okay. The trio back together. Belichick, O'Brien, Brady, 2023. Can, can I, can I ac- ask a sacrilegious question here on the holiest of weekends? Mm-hmm, of course. Um, is Tom Brady, this Tom Brady, better than a Mac Jones with a good offensive coordinator? Good. Right now, or do you mean no, for the no, next no. three, I'm four, saying, or five no, I'm years? Saying, right now, uh, get a good offensive quarter. Get Bill. See, o- it's, 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 no, people it, are going to laugh at this question, and, and uh, I, I like the question. Believe me, <laughs> but even I have a difficult time answering. How can you answer that right now in the favor of Mac? It's impossible. I'm it's, just all I'm saying. Nobody remembers. All, the old all Mac. I'm saying is that you, you know, I think Tom Brady. This version of Tom Brady, you have to have a ton around him. Right. This isn't this isn't the Rache Codwell Tom Brady. Like I, I no matter who you give me, I'm gonna be good. Right. That that's not who we're finding out that's not who this is. Right. And so the Patriots we they don't have exactly the cavalcade of stars, even though they've invested a lot in the wide receivers, they don't have the cavalcade of stars around him. So with this group, this Tom Brady, this version of Tom Brady, is he any better? Then if you get a good offensive coordinator, so who is the better acquisition? Is Who's what I'm cheaper. Saying. No, who, well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who is the better acquisition? This is the question for you. No, crap. The, the no, question no, no, for no, craft no, no. is what put up, sells. Put up this poll on the Ken and Curtis Twitter poll. Okay, <laughs> who is the better acquisition for the next season for the Patriots? Bill O'Brien or Tom Brady? No, but I'm saying it could be a package deal. It's not. That's I, I not either or. I'm fine, it could be. I'm, I'm giving you a gift. In this conversation, who would be a bigger? Who is ad, no? Who is a better acquisition? Who is a more impactful acquisition for next year? Bill O'Brien or Tom Brady? Because sneaky, if you answer O'Brien, you're voting for Mac is back over Brady. So it's your way to kind of dance around well, the, just, your actual question and get people to vote for Mac over Brady. I, no, I'm just saying you you have to uh, you have to have everything involved. So okay, you want to do it that way? Which is the better combination? Tom Brady and Matt Patricia or Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones? Oh, no, don't put Patricia in there. Nobody would vote for that. Uh, well, I mean, I, Might I, as well throw Hein Bloom in there. <laughs> or me. Who is better, Justin <laughs> Turner or J.D. Martinez? Um, but I, I think that's a good one. Like, who is a more impactful, impactful 
Who would be a more no, impactful no, the, acquisition the simple answer next is, year? What's a better duo next year? Brady and O'Brien? Mac and O'Brien. Uh, who, I think, who do you want? Who do you want next I think, year? I think, well, I think everybody would pick Brady and O'Brien. I think everybody would pick For that. next year. But For I guess year. how about the next three years? Four well, years. I mean, <laughs> you're complicating it. And if you if you pick Brady, keep in mind you're going to trade Mac and get some assets back. And you have cash. Uh, you aren't going to get much for that. Well, you'll get a first round pick. Maybe no, you will second. No, you won't. At least you never. Second. You got a second. Any time. Any. Here's the first rule of thumb when you do fake trade. I I know fake trades, Ken Laird. <laughs> and anytime you do a fake trade in the NFL, and you say you can get a first round pick back for a guy, it always ends up being a fourth round pick. Nah, not always. Almost always. Let's go to uh, Sorja and Mansfield, our good buddy. Are you in the uh, Uber this weekend, Sorja? I actually, you know what, had a little get-together last night with the boys. You know, a great time. Got some shots up this weekend. Obviously the most efficient player on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing, guys. You know, we're in the holiday spirit, so let's just try to keep it positive, right? You know, I'll get to Brady next week. But in ter- as far as the game for today, I think the only thing we have going for us is the weather. That's it. I have no confidence in any of our abilities, but I – my prediction is that it's going to be the game of last year where, if you remember, when we played Buffalo and Mac threw the ball four times and uh, we ran the ball, that's all we did, and everyone was saying Bill's a genius. So hopefully we get that same result. And, you know, I guess I, I guess keep going back to the age-old question of whether it's better to make the playoffs and get crushed or, like, you know, if you could you know look three weeks ahead in the future – you know, finish the season seven and ten, and get a better get a better um, draft position. So, I think it would be pretty impressive that with all that's going on this season, that if the Patriots can somehow sneak into the playoffs, you know, I think that will still be better for Max development. But and then you know, because the thing is, is that the last thing I'll leave you with is that with Belichick's drafting, it's like you know he's not going to get a good receiver, and then you know he can't, you know. <laughs> He just we just need a guy who can get receivers. Let Bill draft everyone else, but just need one guy in the Patriots organization who has an eye for receivers. I mean, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they let one guy go, and then their drafting is just so good, so that they can afford to lose a Tyree Kill and not miss a beat. You know. Well, we don't know that yet. I mean, the Chiefs can't beat the Bengals, and we we'll see in the playoffs. I mean, they got Juju Smith. I'm not sure he's going to replace Tyree Kill. But yeah, I mean, so what do you you know? Basically, he thinks they should lose out. Tankathon, right now, Patriots are picking seventeenth. I mean, you always the, you, always pick the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. Because what's the best you're going to draft? Tenth. It's, it's also isn't the whole purpose of following a team all year long, all season long, is to, just to have the worst feeling in the world is when you get to the postseason, the playoffs, and your team isn't playing. That's like the the biggest sad or trombone is, or, in sports. Or was it worse last year to watch them get beat by the Bills? No, no at least you have that. Well, that's the, this is the great thing about football is that you at least you have that lead in. It's like when I played Wiggy in basketball. At least I had the wit lead into it. Like, the, I mean, the game. Who who knows who won? Like, who, who nobody really, remembers the Wiggy. Really, no, no, let's no, get a really, shot off. Yeah, of nobody, nobody remembers that. <laughs> But it's, it's the whole, you have the excitement of you're tying themselves in the knots in terms of this is, hey, you know, not only can they win this game, they can then, if they win this game, they're going to make a run. That's the joy of being an NFL fan. And so, yes, yes, Georgia, I would say this. Root for the Patriots to make the playoffs. And if, you, if you're going to stick with Mac, which let's be honest, the likely odds are Belichick sticks with Mac. That's the odd. It, well, I don't know. Actually, Shime said the odds were 50-50 in Vegas. 
as the, which quarterback starts. Uh, uh, the obviously question year. is like who? How are you going to replace him? Right. So it's either Brady or Garoppolo or you know. I would Bailey take. Zappi. I, 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 I've, Zappi. I've gone on record. I said I would take Garoppolo. Okay. Well, does he mesh with O'Brien? I don't, like, I don't They don't have no history together. I don't know if because just reacting to today's news, O'Brien strong option to return to the Patriots next year per Ian Rappaport. The weird thing is, four years ago, I said, would Bryce Young mesh with Bill O'Brien? Sure enough, here you go. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Trade up in the draft for Bryce Young. Trade your whole draft. Would you trade your whole draft for Bryce Young? (laughs) Did you get that, Joe? Okay, God. Jeez, F-bombs on a Christmas Eve. (laughs) I should have seen it coming that way. It's a week. Hope that didn't get through. Joe, you got it? Oh, that was a here, here's, here's, uh, here's what I said to Niv. I like your passion. Uh, I think you can be a good caller. But on Change the Narrative uh, Saturday. Yeah, this, that's a Change the Narrative. This Change the Narrative yeah. Saturday and sober up. <laughs> so there you go. Let's go to Matt and Lunenberg. Good morning, Matt. Morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I think you're uh, both making some great points about Billy O and uh, Tom. Um, but let's be honest. A 70-year-old Tom Brady in a wheelchair with Alzheimer's is a better option than Mac Jones. Oh, come okay? on. That's not, not, <laughs> not, come on. It's the holidays. But, uh, but anyways, appreciate the optimism. But, Ken, much like your Christmas presents, this season is all wrapped up. Okay? Uh, 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 it, it, it's going to be 24-3 to Bengals. Like, this is what our team is. We got to accept it and look forward to next year. Now, Matt, it, now Matt. Matt Patricia is going to ruin Christmas. Well, the, Matt, the Matt, weird thing, wait, wait Matt, Matt, the weird thing is that Bill Bill Belichick also consulted a YouTube video to find an <laughs> offensive coordinator, much like Ken did. If the Patriots win today, thirty six percent chance to make the postseason, <laughs> and. The, the Bills game might be meaningless for Buffalo. So then you would be left with a win-and-you're-in scenario next week. That is realistic. Uh, I, I that mean, is possible. It's, it's, it's possible, but Kansas City is coming for that number one seed. Buffalo knows it. They're going to play hard. We, we better hope and pray. I was hoping the Texans would pull the upset last week because that was the best chance we had. And they couldn't do it. I'm pretty sure Kansas City has an easy schedule. Well, they get the Seahawks uh, this so week. So that's it, a tough game. It, I mean, it could be an upset, but it, it's a pipe dream. Let's be real, Ken. We we, we know what it is. No, it's, I'm not giving it. You know what's real for Ken? Thirty six percent. I've heard that thirty six percent thing like fifty well, times. Well, that's now. important. Is that that's you got a one third shot? This is what we've come to. Thirty six percent. Yo, I mean, the 36% Patriots. What are your odds when you place a bet? When, at the end of January. 100%. No, I'm always right. No. I mean, even if you follow Shime's advice, maybe you're 50%. You're 50-50. 36 is getting close. That's not bad odds. <laughs> they could beat Miami in a week. Yeah. I, I'll, Who I knows guess, what the weather like, is in that like, game? Like I said, the worst feeling for a football fan is the worst feeling is feeling out of it for the last couple of weeks. The second worst feeling is getting to the playoffs and, like, you aren't playing. Right. That's awful. That's just – that is – because let's be honest, Ken, and we, we – we, the rare times that we've had to go through – when's the last time – oh, Cam Newton's year, right? Cam Newton year. And, by the way, Red Sox this year. How painful was that? But, that, but that's what I'm talking about is that you have that – we got so spoiled. And being immersed in this industry at this station, yep. we did get spoiled where – I mean, we would do the the planning trip for the Super Bowl, and it would be like, yeah, of course, yeah, they go in the Super Bowl, yeah, this plan for it, of course. And the idea that you would have to fill a gap 
and grind and grind I out grind. the last couple weeks until you like get this. to Bradford on AM radio <laughs> on March first. <laughs> I mean, like that is a long time. You have some FM games spring training. Don't, don't, <laughs> no, no, don't fear. Don't, no, Six no, or seven no, no. weekend games on FM. <laughs> spring training coming soon. Soon here on your home of the Red Sox. <laughs> Now, Ketta Bradford, now, Giardi was on yesterday, and uh, to add to the Bill O'Brien report and change the narrative Saturday, I thought this was pretty interesting from Mike Giardi yesterday on the Fitzy and Hart show. Um, We'll play this for you next if you missed this. Basically that we had a watershed moment. We had a significant meeting, internal meetings, change the narrative in the building sort of thing going on with the Patriots. Now, whether that shows up today on the field, I don't know. But uh, hey, maybe the O'Brien stuff is part of this. It's part. I think it just advances that conversation. I think it does. It? So if you missed this report from Giardi, we'll play it for you next. Well, good morning. If you're just joining us, it is the Kenny Curtis Show. No Curtis, Christmas Eve edition. Bradford, the great Rob Bradford. Baseball podcast extraordinaire all over the place. The Bradford Show you know about. If you don't know about it now, got to check out and put under your Christmas tree somehow. Baseball isn't boring. Merch. Merch. Just audio. Just get the audio pumping under the tree tomorrow. Oh, you can get merch. I mean, the new hoodies came out. I wore it three straight days. I mean, you should know about it. Mm, Bright red. Baseball's boring. Swing juice. Good job. Um... And and huge surprise next week on baseball and boarding. So much so that I'm boarding a plane. What other podcasts are boards a plane on special assignment? Yeah. You that, already went to a big Ortiz event and got some well, that's good different. stuff. Yeah. But I'm talking about this is people are going to be like, I can't believe Ooh. you boarded a plane to do this. You are so committed to your craft. A-list guest? A-list. Let's just say Hollywood's in the mix. Oh, wow. Hollywood's in the mix. Big baseball fan Hollywood person? Uh, yeah, yes. Well, there's a lot of baseball fans. In yeah. There. I mean, this is why we do it. I mean, it's like everyone has a baseball story. You should have an L.A. office of some kind. Well, we do. Is the Joe Kelly? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Malibu <laughs> State? <laughs> uh, our good friend Nate Cordry. He's our West Coast Hollywood okay. correspondent. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's um, big, big doings this week. So much so that I'm bringing my family with me. Merry Christmas, Bradfords. Uh, I'm sure you, get, they love it. you get to execute a baseball's and boring <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, that's not the top story today, but if you do want to check out the website, Bradfords has some Nathan Avaldi news. We'll get to that maybe a bit later in the show when we uh, have time and the state of the Red Sox. But the hot news this morning, Bill O'Brien, per Ian Rappaport, emerging as an option for the Patriots' OC job in 2023. Sources tell him. And uh, strong option. He's a strong option to return. And basically in the reporting of this, he gave Saban a commitment to finish out his two-year contract. I mean, I think this changes everything. This report changes everything. It answers your question? I th- Well, I would like to think it does. It doesn't make things any more comfortable because, like I said, wasted year. And certainly the, 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 the master plan, this blueprint, didn't work out like Bill Belichick had wanted or planned. But at least we know there's a blueprint. It wasn't this, oh, we think Matt Patricia is going to be the offensive coordinator for the next five years. Yeah. And he's going to be the one to nurture Mac Jones. So in synopsis, what that report said was that there was an agreement for Bill O'Brien that he would ride out his contract with Nick Saban through this year and – as you point out, Bill Belichick was never, ever, especially with Saban, ever going to try to break that bond. So we know that Bill O'Brien, no matter what, 
was going to say, oh, I'm going to stay through Alabama. And knowing that, that now Bill Belichick says, who is the ultimate stopgap guy? It's Matt Patricia until we can get to Bill O'Brien. And I do think, here, I'm just going to say it, Ken. Here you go. Don't hold back. Okay. On January, this uh, if the Patriots make the playoffs, if they, they do the 36%, if they accomplish they your 30 the table. Okay. Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, bing, bang, boom. For that playoff game, Bill O'Brien will be in uh, in attendance. Offensive assistant or just in Whatever. The he will be. I mean, he's not going to be like in Section 300. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. That's where Max Family is placed. <laughs> Serious reporting on that. Uh, so, yeah. So, that is what I'm saying. If the Patriots, if the Patriots do make the playoffs... Bill O'Brien will be there, um, and I'm not talking about like the John Bon Jovi sitting next to Kraft sort of guy. And uh, back to Mac, that's got to make Mac Jones happy, right? I, he, he, I don't think he has not worked with Bill O'Brien directly, but he has plenty of Alabama connections, and I, he's got to be thrilled. Oh, you don't, you don't think that Mac Jones is talking to those guys back at Alabama saying right. how awesome this is? Correct. I mean, it's. Alabama is not unless in, your Bryce Young plan is actually in the works as well. No, uh, well, I, I just said that you know, I, I just threw out there or Brady, uh, which uh, is just so it's it's oh, such but, a good topic. I can't help but go back to Brady. Well, okay, well, who would you rather have, Bryce Young, Tom Brady, or Mac? <laughs> right now, also uh, working sort of against that narrative though, that this was the plan all along to bring Bill O'Brien back is Mike Giardi's report yesterday. Okay, Vincent Hart. All right. So listening to this, he he basically says. You know, he doesn't say they didn't plan to bring Bill O'Brien back, but he talks about the watershed moment that the Raiders loss was, and it's going to spark some changes here. This week hasn't been status quo in Foxborough. The first 48 hours after that Vegas game, um, there were a lot of conversations about everything um, from play calling, play design, personnel. Um, I think if you look at the situation, I don't, they haven't shown that they're married to Mac. How many times do we hear Cam Newton was the quarterback? Right. Cam Newton was god awful on a number of occasions. And he was asked the question repeatedly. And he's like, how many times are you going to do this? He's the quarterback. Like he, he put it to bed over and over again. Cause we kept asking because we couldn't believe that Jared Stidham couldn't at least get a chance to play. And then Bill turns around Mac and, you know, maybe it's coincidence about the explosion on the sidelines. And then he, that was directed at Bill, and then when he came over to the sidelines, sort of being unable to calm down as they're all trying to talk to him. And by the way, again, three voices, Judge, Patricia, Belichick, let's screw the kid up even more. <laughs> Who am I listening to? Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, like, if look, if they're, if Max is bad as he was and, uh, in Vegas, and again, I think I sort of detailed there were some receiver issues again, as mm-hmm. usual, spacing issues. But uh, if that's that again and you're still in a close game, uh, they got to win the game, so I, I, I would suspect that Zappy is, you know, if that if that's the case, we got to win the game, and he's not getting it done. Then go to Zappy, see what happens. Wow, no, a lot there. Um, no, and as far as the play calling thing, I so not status quo. Lots of communications. Not shown they're married to Mac. Zappy is an option today if Mac struggles. Yeah. So uh, Mike, first of all, Mike Giardi, I respect tremendously. I mean. Right at the top of the list. I think he doesn't. I've known him, Mike, for a long time, and I think he's really taken it to the next level in NFL um, with the NFL Network. Um, but I'll say this, a couple things. Number one, the whole thing about 
you know how many times they mention Cam Newton. How he, Cam Newton was a quarterback. I do believe that I think Bill O'Brien. I mean Bill Belichick with Cam Newton. You had to stroke that guy like at every turn, like at every turn. I don't think he views uh, Mac Jones that way. And in, in, in fact, I think he views Mac Jones as, "Hey, you're a second-year quarterback. You're going to live with a tough love. I'm so going to put in your place." Y- yeah, I, I just don't think you can just say, "Well, it's a cookie cutter approach to both these guys." That's my opinion on it. And second of all, I said this the other day: if Bailey Zappi comes in this game today, the Mac Jones era in New England's over. I don't think so. That's not the way Bill views it. It might be from Mac's point of view. No, but how do you how do you how do you come back next year? and say, this is our guy who wasn't even our guy at the end of the year. He did it with Kozar and Testaverde. I mean, he's done it with Brady and, and Bledsoe. It, this is Bill's ethos. He doesn't he doesn't feel bad about benching quarterbacks. No, right? I, I don't think he does feel bad, but I'm just saying I'm talking about like going forward. How, the, the next year, we talk about narratives, change the narrative Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dramatically changes the narrative. I guess. I mean, it, in the it, other it way. I'm not saying it doesn't for the fans, but I think in Bill's mind, he's just like, well, whatever. Now, he had to I, win don't, the game. I don't think you could go into next year with this, uh, knowing that how important that position is and say, well, you know, we still don't know who the quarterback is. Yeah, you got Billy O. You're fine. Let Bill uh, o, get Billy O handle it. I guess, sure. No, but it, it boy, got to be fascinating. If Zappy comes in this game, my God. Let's go to uh, Tony in the car. Hi, Tony. Hi, good morning, gentlemen. Merry Christmas to you guys and your families. Same to you as well. And um, I want to talk hypothetically for a minute. Let's say this: the rest of this season ends in disaster and the Patriots don't make the playoffs. And let's say during the offseason, Kraft ends up speaking to Brady and somehow Brady says, Bob, I'd love to come back and finish my career with you guys. You guys are my family, but I won't work for Belichick. Who do you think Kraft would pick if he had to choose one or the other, Brady or Belichick? And it ever got out to the fans that he chose Belichick over Brady. Could he live that down? But I'll that, listen to you guys oh. respond. All right, Tony, thanks. But that's already happened. He already chose Bill. Yeah, and but you're he, saying would he do would, it again? Yeah, he, I mean, would, he would choose Bill again. Yeah, he would. Especially, especially because you look at Brady and put it this way, there's less certainty that Tom Brady is going to be good next year than Bill Belichick is going to be good. Would you agree with that? Oh boy, that's a t- that's kind of a coin toss. Based Man, the on the way Bill's, questions just keep coming. Based on the they? way Bill's team has been coached this year, like the, the well, I, the mistakes, I, I, I think the, I think yeah, I think where Bill Belichick's decision making has been tremendously flawed this year is how he constructed his staff. Well, and I'm not only talking about the offense coordinator; just it's a results business. And he can say Cam Acord is a great special teams guy, an up and coming guy. All I know is the results have been dramatically different than at any other time in Bill Belichick's era in the, with the Patriots in terms of special teams. We have never seen this many screw-ups. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how Brady is Brady right now? How Belichick is Belichick? These are the GOATs, the GOAT meter. Where would you say Brady is at the strength of his powers? Scale of 10 being maximum power Brady. 5. Wow, that far. I mean, you, you see the image of him last week? And how about Bill as a coach? 7. Okay, so then you choose Bill. Yeah. What do you agree with Based those? I think those I rankings think, no. are dead on. Uh, Brady's just in a funk, but I still think he's capable of playing 7 out of 10 Brady. And he should still play. He should not well, retire. Well, I think that what you learned with Brady this year is that you really have to have a ton around him. Yeah. And, and even with the Patriots, I mean, this we keep mentioning the Rache Caldwell year and that year and, um, and how he didn't have a lot and he still got to the AFC Championship game. But for the most part, you know, he had Gronk, 
He had Edelman. He had Amendola. I mean, he had those guys. And and when he went to Tampa, spoiler alert, he had those guys again. So well, people, you need the guys. You need the guys. Do people dislike Brady talk or Zappy talk more? Because I'm ready to go a segment on Zappy. Would you put Zappy in today if Max struggles? You know, as I said this, I know we got to go to a break, but as I said the whole thing about, uh, well, if you bench Mac Jones, he's done for next year. The one thing that jumped to mind was Zach Wilson, right? You think the Jets are going to come back with Zach Wilson next year? No, but but Zach Wilson has been a disaster beyond Mac Jones. Oh, okay, but still, there's the investment of the quarterback of the future. Same sort of thing. Once you bench the guy, it's you know. Robert Sala said it's not the end. Yeah, well, <laughs> Did you hear him Thursday again? yeah, yeah. Well, I think that uh, I think he keeps. I think the third time you say it's not the end, then it is actually the end. But there is a chance the Patriots make the playoffs if they're in a pinch today and Mac is struggling. Could you see Zappy come in? 617-779-7937. It is WEI Football Saturday, a.k.a. Ken and Curtis with no Curtis. Brad Pozen.